0: Howdy, Devin Rose here, Lionheart Catholic. Wanted to share with you about how I discovered the traditional Latin Mass and um, who kind of the the key players were. So my wife and I, we were devout Novus Ordo Catholics. We desired reverence, sacred music, um, beauty, you know, especially at Mass. But consistently, even though we went to good parishes, the best parishes that you could find really, they would have terrible music heretical songs and there wasn't silence during the mass it was always talking the priest was talking or saying a prayer Lectors were talking other people were talking (laughs) so something was missing um i had been to a latin mass twice in the 15 years i'd been catholic it was very off-putting i didn't know what was going on granted i didn't prepare for it and try to understand like what's going to happen here so a lot of that was on me but i was thrown off by it and said, i have no idea what's going on um, the priest who was offering it i think he was the only priest in the whole diocese who still knew it and offered it he was probably 85 years old 90 maybe could barely understand him but some friends of ours actually encouraged my wife and i to go to the latin mass and so we did and what's funny was we thought we were really uptight when we went. We thought everyone was judging us because our children weren't being, you know, perfectly silent. And looking back later, we realized actually no one was judging us. We made that up. We projected that because we assumed everyone there was rigid and legalistic, all the different stereotypes you hear about Latin masters. Um, but actually no one was doing that. And we got to know those, those uh, families over the next years. and. Many of them have become very close friends of ours. So we started going regularly. It even benefited too, that our son was able to get, receive the sacraments in you know, the traditional mass. And he didn't have to go through all the nonsense that most kids have to go through to receive the sacraments at your typical parish. That was a big benefit. So you know, probably six, maybe that was six years ago now. And um, we go to the Latin mass, as often as we can most of the time occasionally we'll go to a novus ordo but it's become more difficult to be honest with you Um, all the different you know receiving from a lay person rather than from ordained hands of the priest the different just goofball stuff that goes on Um, in almost every single novus ordo mass even ones where they're trying to be reverent um, but, you know, in learning about it, it's it's kind of amazing. Um, this one man, uh, Monsignor Annabale Bunini, he effectively pulled off a coup where he changed the mass willy-nilly. So this was around the time of, of Vatican II and then afterward. And as I was learning about it, and I'll tell you where I learned a lot about what happened in a second, really great documentary series that you should watch. This reminded me of the Bolshevik revolution, so the October Revolution in Russia, where a relatively small group of committed, organized communists right? this is Lenin and all your favorite people orchestrated this overthrow of the provisional government that had itself overthrown, you know, the Czar back. In uh, earlier that year, in February, so in the October Revolution, as it's called, or, or November, depending on the calendar, they um, they took over. You know the the key communication headquarters and had enough military people and the transportation, and it was you know it was a true coup. And similarly, that is what uh, Anabale was able to to do. And just like the Bolsheviks that imposed their will on a massive number of greater people in in the country and sparked off, you know, the worldwide communist growth, he orchestrated this coup within the church. He he played people off each other. He was gatekeeping and changing vital information. The Pope thought one thing, and it's kind of like when you know one child, the child's like, oh no no no, mom said that you know this was okay for me to you know watch this show, and then the dad's like, oh okay. Uh, Even though Mom didn't say that, and he tells, "Oh, well, Dad said it's okay." He's playing all these people off each other. A true masterpiece that probably should be studied. Quite honestly, Um, studied in the same way that we study maybe Machiavelli. Right? This is this is how to how to orchestrate things. Um, Maybe we could use it though. uh, Do good things um, and not orchestrate evil. One other thought came to me too, and that's. And it's not that that everything was great back in the 40s and 50s and 30s, you know, that's not true either. Um, or this never would have happened, or people would not even have accepted any of this, right? God allowed this to happen. And it made me think of actually the Babylonian captivity, the Babylonian exile of the Jews back in the old testament time. And in Psalm 136, and you know, Catholic Dewey Reims or one Psalm 137, if you got a Protestant bible this is the where the jews are remembering oh jerusalem right beautiful jerusalem and in the, the songs um that that we we sang uh the joy that we had there and um they remember that also in, in jeremiah 29 god says i'm going to bring you back you know from your captivity um From all the places which i've driven you bring you back from the place which i caused you to be carried away captive in other words god allowed this he allowed the mass to be radically overthrown (laughs) if you will and in part i conjecture so that we will long for and desire the reverent sacred proper worship of him in the traditional mass so that we actually will value it because we didn't value it enough right? we i wasn't alive but you know what i mean so one great documentary i highly recommend is this new one relatively new mass of the ages so we watched the the, the first one was back in 2021 um, the second one 2022 there's a third one hasn't come out yet as of the time of this recording. This is a fantastic um, trilogy in the making here about what happened. And um, it's kind of funny, I, I joke with my wife that, that the second episode is kind of like, you know Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> and it's all about how uh, Bunini orchestrated this coup um, in such a brilliant way, um, but in such a destructive way. So this Mass of the Ages part one and two, they have a website here as well. It's just fantastic. I even just seeing the way they laid out the timelines of of what happened, who was on which you know, commissions, and in this concilium, this group of people who who you know changed the mass. And you know, I was one of the big JP2, Pope John Paul II, new springtime evangelization. People have rightly pointed out, like, where's that new springtime? We've had an exodus of Catholics, families shattered, priests, vocations down the drain. Uh, and that's totally true. We've um we've been decimated. And part of this is the is, I grant you, the broader cultural post-Christian running on the fumes of what was Christendom, um, debacle, right, and in, in um destruction this is going on in the world and really the church should be that that yeast in the dough and that um that way that that we actually get back to uh a healthy whole holy society i think the latin mass is going to be key to that but we're not there yet right we're still in the you know we're still drinking the dregs here uh, in many ways. Oh, and by the way, the Mass of the Ages, Part Three, is going to be called "Guardians of Tradition," <laughs> uh, um, but which which is a play on words of uh, of traditionis custodes. I might have misspelled it. The modo proprio traditionis custodes, Guardians of Tradition, from Francis, where he's basically, you know, shutting down the Latin Mass wherever he can. So. You can stop sharing that. I I recommend you go to the Latin Mass. Find a Latin Mass. Go to it. Um, go to it twice, three times, four times. Get past your your prejudices, biases. Um, it's interesting. It's deeper. It's richer. It's actually more difficult in some ways too. Like it's you know for sometimes in the low mass you might be kneeling quite a while. And one of the parishes we go to that has a Latin Mass, the kneelers are like wood with just this very thin little fabric on it it's very penitential i don't know if they've done that intentionally or not but it hurts we offer it up go to it and um, you won't be sorry and don't care what people say like you know people are looking at you or you don't know what to do sometimes that's fine i know what to do i know what's happening um, ideally they'll have one of the you know little uh, booklets that has the uh, latin and the english it has instructions this is what's happening. Rich, beautiful, um, wonderful, and I don't think that you you can't stop it. It it will, um, God will bring it back and will increase it. Okay, Devon Rose Lionheart, Catholic. Talk soon.